Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with Yuse. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button because we just won El Clasico in Las Vegas, Pack Stadium. Very exciting moment. Showing off some of the summer purchase that we had. Um, Adam, well, why don't use, we... And uh -huh. the thing here, right, is that uh, sure. preseason Clasicos are always important for two reasons, right? One, it harkens back use to your first ever game, which was <laughs> a preseason Clasico. Might yeah. have been a Super Cup. Um, the one where Ronaldo scored at the Camp Nou and held up the purple jersey, uh, you know, shortly after Messi had done the same thing in that 3-2 victory in the La Liga Clasico that year. So I always think back to your first introduction to Barca. Uh, and then it's also moment, special. By the way. <laughs> it was not a good moment. It definitely was not a good intro. But the other thing that's always awesome about Clasico is, you know, it's never just some sort of preseason friendly, right? We we watched the Inter-Miami-Barca game together, 6-0 ending, and it was such a cakewalk, we didn't even want to come on and talk about it. But this game had some real punch to it, right? And I think, uh, overall, the, the, the crazy thing to me, I had to pinch myself a few times, is that Robert Lewandowski is an FC Barcelona player, right? And he's actually on the pitch. He's out there looking very good, uh, taking a lot of shots, which a lot of our players have been scared to do the last few seasons. And the best part is these are shots on target. I was very happy <laughs> to see, but that first goal is still eluding him. And then we had Rafinha again after, you know, scoring in the last game, scoring a big goal today and sealing that 1-0 victory versus Real Madrid, who haven't had a shot on goal in the last 180 minutes against FC Barcelona. We all remember the 4-0 victory that made us think mm -hmm. we were going to win the Europa League. Um Sadly, that didn't end up being the case. But, you know, we've had a good a good run of form here, and I think today was a, a continuation. It's the preseason, right? And so we do end up having, you know, basically a starting 11 and then 11 being um, subbed off and then, you know, a new 11 in that second half. But overall, I was very happy. I thought, you know, Pedri has continued to kind of warm up. I feel like he's very... Um, He's not very warm, right? He's very he's very loose. He's trying to get kind of his rhythm back in the game. He hasn't played that many professional matches in the last few months because of injury. And then, you know, in the similar vein is Anzu Fati, who, again, just doesn't look that sharp yet. But I, I did like to see him and Lewandowski trying to connect with each other. And I saw Fati make a few runs, and he's looking a little bit faster than he had looked, you know, at the end of last season. So I'm glad to see that knee continue to rehab. But overall, Yus, what were your thoughts about uh, that first half? The first half for me was so exciting. I loved every minute of the uh, of that half because the fans were into it. They were all screaming and yelling on both sides of the pitch. And uh, all the players just looked like they were out there and really just trying to showcase uh, themselves with their team. I I'm talking about Barcelona, obviously. Like... Uh, Lewandowski was just really going for it. He was playing on both sides of the pitch, uh, offense and defense. And it seemed like uh, the, the starting half that we had had some attributes we've lacked, you know, last season. We, we pressed them in to cause that first goal, right? They made that mistake and they passed the ball and then Rafinha scores that goal. I have seen a lot of times we've talked about uh, a lot of our players being too slow, not moving towards the ball, not pressuring their team too much, and that was there today. And on top of that, Lewandowski sh uh, just taking shots that he uh, thought he could make, and some in the box, and some outside the box. Well, and but he's he, taking he shots. So fit, right? Yeah, like, that's true. You know, there is that worry, and I, you know, I remember you specifically talking about how you're worried a little bit about this 
spending on an older player. But Robert Lewandowski, and again, it's just a friendly, right? We can't get too uh, sure. in the weeds here and think that it's going to be indicative of what the whole season's going to show. But Robert Lewandowski just looks so fit. Like you were saying, he was pressing very hard. Um, you know, he had that one play where he kind of got past Rudiger uh, and just, you know, almost had a one-on-one with the keeper. That was really awesome. And, you know, I, I think overall I'm liking what I'm seeing. And, you, you know, once we get into the second half, we can talk about some of the less known players. <laughs> but in that first half, one of the interesting things was, and we've seen uh, Xavi do this before, but we had Araujo start as that right back, right, choosing him over mm-hmm. for, you know, example, Sergio Dest or Sergio Roberto uh, to go up against Vinicius Jr. And I thought overall he did well. And, you know, there were a few times when Vinicius got the better of him. But one player I really want to highlight that I've been, you know, very impressed with so far is for sure Andreas Christensen. Right? Christensen had a good block on Vinicius. I thought overall he was, you know, performing well at keeping Hazard at bay and not letting him have any opportunity to perform well. Although, you know, Eden Hazard is not in the form he might have been four years ago because of the injuries he's faced. But (laughs) I'm very happy to see Christensen do well. I thought Eric Garcia came out and performed you know, better. He doesn't have the highest bar in mean use's mind, but <laughs> overall I thought he had a, a solid performance and I was happy to sure. see how that first half went. I felt like we really dominated the ball, right? I mean, even across the full 90, we only allowed them zero shots on goal, which is very impressive. Um, other things in that first half, I thought, I mean, you know, Fati, Lewandowski, Rafinha is an interesting front three. I would have liked to see Dembele up there, but I'm glad to see that, you know, um, Javi is trying things out and experimenting. I'm still not entirely sure what our starting front three is going to be once the season, you know, fully begins. Um, so, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts about that first half, Yus? Uh I just thought we did an overall good sh- job. And I really, um, really want to say that our team looked a lot more cohesive. Uh, and we were we were making good plays in terms of... Because uh, I feel like a lot of times in our other games, we were a lot more chaotic a lot more scrambly we're just trying to look for whatever we can and just cross balls into the box to nobody there but i think there was people positions in the proper positions and we were seeing them we we're finding them we we're being lethal and we were being clinical so that would be just my last statement of that and you know the second half since we changed out the whole squad everything uh went not i wouldn't say went to shit because i don't think it went to shit but i uh it, it's a different vibe right it was a lot a little a little bit more slow um a lot well, of the I mean, players for that me, came in. Like the big uh-huh. difference is, right, and it must be said when we talk about that first half, even though I disagree that we were clinical, to be honest with you, Rafinha's shot was a pretty um, beautiful and not often expected shot that went in, and I thought there were other opportunities we had in the first and second half that we, we need to improve on, right? At, at the end of the day, That's true. my main takeaway is clinical finishing is not our strength. Um, yeah, and, you know, I really just love Ronald Araujo. Those are my big two takeaways <laughs> because he was a beast just, you know, running past Rudiger, uh, looking like he's like way faster than Rudiger, like a right winger. And then again, when there was that little bit of a dust up at the end of the first half, you saw Araujo kind of pushing around Rudiger. And I just I just love the energy he plays with. But I think in the second half where you where you do see that Real Madrid played much better. I mean, they, they put on. Uh, Tony Cruz, Luka Modric, and sure. Casemiro, and just putting on that midfield alone, besides the other changes they made and the changes we made, really seemed to shore up uh, their midfield and their ability to hold onto the ball and advance it. And so, you know, you did see a different side of our team in that second half. Um, overall, Dembele, I wasn't very excited with. I didn't think he was putting out kind of his full effort, but there were a few players who came in I was happy with. I think Sergio Roberto, with his, you know, platinum blonde hair now, he looks really <laughs> good in the midfield. Again, it's an interesting choice that Javi is uh, using Frankie de Jong as a center back in that second half, but he's using Sergio Roberto as a midfielder. Again, not sure what that foretells about our 
you know, regular season La Liga game against Sevilla in about two or three weeks here. But, you know, will Frankie de Jong move back in that midfield or is he using him as a center back because he think he's going to leave? What does this all mean? I don't know. But I do know that Sergio Roberto looked better and he had a good partnership with Kessie, right? Like I saw sure. uh, Kessie, Kessie, I'm not sure yet which how you pronounce his name, but I saw Kessie overall making some good runs into the box. And, you know, we alluded to this uh, a few weeks ago when we got him that, I feel like he provides a different type of profile from Gavi and Pedri and Frankie de Jong and Busquets, where Kessie is not afraid to run into the box to be the guy taking a shot on goal, um, especially with the way, you know, Javi has set up the wingers and, and, and how they sometimes come inside to try and, you know, throw the defense off and to, to mix it up with the, the, the right or left back and the center backs. I think Kessie provides a, a great new outlet, kind of in the vein of Vidal or Paulinho of these box-to-box midfielders who will push up when the defense allows them and when the winger's coming inside. And, and that's a good profile that I hadn't been expecting to see from him. Sure, yeah. And I think those are all very good points because – it's good to see the flip side of the coin and some of the, the players that uh, either were injured or we they're younger players like Dest uh, that came in and how they performed and comparing them to what we would expect as our starting 11s. It was kind of like a... Uh, as you love to say, a tale of two cities in terms of our starting squad and our second half squad. You kind of see the experience levels between the players, what they're capable of, and uh, you know where at what level they are at. And I think it does also highlight the strengths of those players in different situations. And I think it would be beneficial to see Kessie not in that second ha- uh, hand squad, but to see him in the starting eleven squad possibly, and maybe take Gavi out to see how he's in that position. Or uh, you know, I don't think. Frankie de Jong is going to stay in that center back position because it makes no sense. And I don't think Sergio Roberto is going to be a starting midfielder because we only have him on a one-year contract and be really weird, uh, especially because Frankie still has a few years left and he's worth how much, right? That's the whole thing with Man United uh, and his possible leave. So it'd be crazy to me if they left him in the center back position right when we got Christensen um, in this whole situation. But anyway... um, I thought the game was, uh, it was really exciting. You know, I I like to see Barcelona play in this game where there's not really any pressure on the team to perform um, and win, even though they, they it looked like they wanted to win. It looked like they wanted to play well. And you saw that uh, previous El El Clasico's had heated energy. And I think this game, even though it was a preseason one, uh, really brought that today. And, you know, both sides wanted to win and, I think at the end of the day, uh, the, the the fact that Barcelona did so much better is great for our future in this coming season. But at the same time, I see Real Madrid getting saved time and time again by Courtois. And so I, I kind of uh, I kind of think they might have a hard future if they can't score against a team like us at this moment and have no shots on goal. And Courtois is the one keeping us out from having well, you know, I mean, more than one goal. Use. Like, it's hard uh-huh. to talk about... Their goal scoring when they're missing, you know, the guy who's going to win the blown. Kareem Benzema, right? they yes, don't have, I know. like the best goal scorer in <laughs> Europe. So it's a little bit too early for me to say that they're going to have a hard time scoring. But I do not agree a hard with time you that scoring, is doing really well, and he's sure. uh, he's a brick wall. I mean, I saw him at yeah. the Formula One race in Barcelona, That's and he's true. huge. <laughs> he's just really huge. Uh, I think last points are Memphis Depay continues to look pretty good, and I think he's just driving his transfer value up. If it does turn out that we have to, you know, sell him because of finances mm-hmm. or because you know he wants more regular playtime. I think wherever he goes next, he's going to have a of a hell of a time because he's continued to impress me as a professional and as a player. Um, you know, Balde is just not the <laughs> guy, 
right? That's unfortunately <laughs> the, the the reality I'm seeing is he's just not mm-hmm. ready to be a sub for Jordi Alba for a whole season. It's just no way. It's uh, it's kind of like Furpo a little bit. Just reminds me of a player who's kind of like a deer lost in the headlights and doesn't know what to do. And I'm hoping that he gets either put out on loan. Um, that's probably the best bet for him to just keep trying to improve. And then you know Aubameyang again. I, he had that str- uh, stretch of form with us where he was scoring a lot, but I just kind of feel like he goes back into a rut as a player, and I don't see that that edge on him coming into the first full season he has here, right, where you'd want him to really be fighting to get a spot and to, to make sure that he you know, at least gets some minutes now that Lewandowski is here, but it didn't seem like he was all that engaged in the game. Same with Dembele. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's just a preseason game, but it's fun to watch El Clasico and it's fun to watch, you know, the players go at it. It, it definitely wasn't something that was a snooze fest, right? There was the, almost sure. that fight in the first half. There was Casemiro trying to punch Depay, I think, <laughs> at one point, which was very weird. Um, So I'm happy. I mean, listen, we just want to get these players with as much time together. I just want to see, you know, Lewandowski and Rafinha get as many reps together as they can, along with Pedri and Frankie in the midfield so that, you know, we come out with the blocks going hard. Like I said, our first game is against Sevilla which we all know is going to be a, a tough and tricky game. And I think this team um, has a lot of expectations, right? We're going to have a video, I'm sure, soon talking about how, you know, we we must be fighting for that first spot in La Liga the entire season. And we want to make it definitely past the quarterfinals in the Champions League this year. And so, you know, with a young team, but now mixed with some experience, I think it's going to be really important for us to get off the ground running when the La Liga season starts. And so these preseason friendlies, even though they're just friendlies, I think it's important for us to, you know, get everyone drilled in with how Javi wants them to play. And I'm hoping for some good things coming up, Yus. Let's hope for that, guys. And with that, we're out. Drop your comments below. Tell us what you thought about the uh, Click preseason subscribe. Classico. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, if you're guys. on the podcast, go on YouTube.com, Barca Breakdown. Classic. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Barca Breakdown. Thank you guys so much. Have a nice week. Thanks, guys.